Oh, my stars, I've never been so busy before. It seems Christmas arrives sooner each year. What a merry Christmas this will be Christmas in the stars, out among the stars Lighting up a Christmas tree Come on everyone and sing Alright guys, it is Christmas time And you know what that means it's time to deck our halls and jingle really? our balls. Yeah, and... You know the song. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> it's my favorite song. The question for this special holiday... <laughs> this special holiday episode... Special in quotes, obviously. Name, name a franchise that you would like to see a holiday special. Hmm. Steven, why don't you go... Yeah, Mine go ahead and go. Okay, so I think a great franchise uh, to have a holiday special would be the Batman franchise. Because there is so much you can do. Well, I'm sure there are Batman holiday specials. Yeah, oh, Batman, Batman, Batman Returns was over Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the first the first two Batman movies are, I mean, I think they take place during Christmas, don't they? At least Batman Returns. Batman does. Returns, definitely. Batman uh, Returns 100% does. No, the f- and you had some really great Batman animated series Christmas episodes. Wasn't there one with like some uh, like robot Santas, and then there was like a the Joker one where he was given all the presents that had like traps in them, of course. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And then of course, of course, the classic Jingle Bells Batman smells has to be in there somewhere. Robin, Robin has to lay an egg on live TV. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, well, you, I don't, you may not have known this, but. Uh, Robin doesn't have a cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I think a Batman special, you know, you could have the animation part. You could have uh, Adam West, of course. Oh, so you want like a Except. Batman mashup special. Yeah, yeah. And, and with all the bat, like each segment could be a different Batman actor. Except I mean, Adam, Adam West, West is, is a... dead as fuck. No longer with us. Is he dead? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. But okay, and Val Val Kilmer's basically dead. We can always CG (laughs) a new Adam West. Oh, projector or uh, projection of Adam West. If anybody would have been fine with being brought back to life via (laughs) VR or whatever the fuck holograms, it would have been Adam West. He's like, yeah, of course you're gonna bring me back as Batman. If you don't, I'm gonna be seriously pissed and haunt you. Chris O'Donnell can. Pull down his pants, spread his butt cheeks, and lay an egg on live TV. Yeah, that sounds perfect. So what? No. If they did bring back, <laughs> no. If they did bring back Adam West as a as 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 a hologram, he could be the ghost of Christmas past, or any of the or, other ghosts. Wait, it could just be a Christmas Carol where they're all Batman. All the ghosts are Batman. Yes, <laughs> and all the other characters are Batman too. Tiny Tim. Everyone's a Tiny Batman. Tiny Batman. <laughs> Jack Nicholson could reprise his role as Joker and doesn't even need to put makeup on anymore. Yeah, he's just regular, regular Jack Nicholson. Joke Nicholson. Oh. You burned him, Ed. You, mm-hmm. you burned him alive. Got him, got him good. So what Steven wants is a Star Wars The Christmas Special style Batman Christmas special. <laughs> exactly. Where it's just anything goes and well, it's a free for all of jerking hey, off on each other. We did describe some semblance of a plot. 
Yeah, so which is better. more than what the star. Yeah. <laughs> so this is really more like Scrooge, but all of the characters are Batman. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, there's like a hundred iterations of the Christmas story, a Christmas Carol story, including ones that are like unofficial ripoffs. Well, I mean, if you could just make all the Ghost Batman, and along with the different timelines, uh, different you know different timelines would be different ages. Different of Batmans, Batman. yeah. <laughs> the, go, the the future one, Batman Beyond. If you wanted to throw a Christmas story in there, you could too. He could just shoot the battering at somebody and say, "You'll shoot your eye out." <laughs> oh Jesus! A Christmas Carol and a Christmas story. Now it's starting to be a little bit more like the Star Wars Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, cheats. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you have a twinkle in your eye. Like... Yes. All right. So my franchise I'd pick for a Christmas special here. Would be the Fast and the Furious movies. Because it's about family. It is. Yeah. It's about family. It's about family. Holy shit, how has this not already happened? But along with that, they also have to help Santa because for some reason, like, I don't know, like his sled's down, which his sled is actually just some sort of ridiculous sports car. So they just have to drift around the world just really fucking fast delivering okay, presents. Okay, so you have cars <laughs> drifting on ice. You have, you have like a, shit, what do they call those things? They're like a... Bobcats. Yes. You got some of those things. You have uh, the regular sled. Yeah. Possibly being dragged by a jet. <laughs> a literal jet, just like an F-15. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to suggest, like, there has to be a segment on, like, sleigh drifting. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> like, and, like a sleigh And sleigh Rudolph race. would obviously <laughs> be the best at drifting because, you know. Because of his nose cancer. Well, Rudolph would be the name of the engine. Like, that pops out of the top Perfect. of the front. That, that and it just... shoots flames out of the front of the car. That's <laughs> exactly. representing the red, red nose. nose. Exactly. That or just, just pick one of the... the well, I mean, all the characters are stupid, but I'm, I'm saying, like, just pick, <laughs> pick one of the comic relief characters. They're just like, got a red bulb in my car because it's like Rudolph. And then, like, that car goes really fast now. Because and, of the red yeah, bulb? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, you know, you know the jet engine on the back of the car is activated and the bulbs lit on the front, and plus it wouldn't be the first time that they've probably dropped a bunch of cars out of you know some sort of flying machine, whether oh, it's a plane or a giant. No, they, yeah, they've a hundred percent done yeah. that. So. And you, of course, Vin Diesel has to wear a fucking Santa hat and say Santa statements in Vin Diesel voice. He could wear, he could wear his jacket that he had from Triple X. Yes, <laughs> the one with like the big woolen collar. Oh my god, he already <laughs> is Santa Claus. He was always Santa Claus. <laughs> you made the naughty list this year. Mm. It's like, well, check it again. I already... <laughs> I've already checked it twice. Mm. <laughs> and he just fucking runs over the bad guy. <laughs> With a reindeer. He's <laughs> saying that is just like, thanks for your help, Dom. I couldn't have done this. He just looks at the camera. Family. And that's it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Solid fucking yeah, goal. Like, it is. I like where your head's at, Cheats. <laughs> oh, Christ. I well, was thinking, I feel like we definitely jumped the shark already. I was it's thinking... Not, uh, there's not going to be a better answer than that one. Oh, mine was... I was thinking was Robocop. Because uh, he would have... Okay, so here's the deal. There's like a very big tree that gets <laughs> blasted and uh, roboticized... So he relates to this tree, and they discover the spirit of Christmas together. <laughs> the tree is a Fighting character. crime. <laughs> <laughs> so RoboCop so and a Grinch, robot Christmas some tree. Some Grinch-style character wants to rob from this tree. 
No, he's a fucking robo tree. <laughs> yeah. He's going to blow up the Grinch's nuts. <laughs> yeah, the tree is also a cop. It's half man, he's half tree. He's been deputized tree. by Robocop. <laughs> I kind of picture it as like the Futurama Santa. Oh my god. Like, yes. Robocop would just have his bag filled with the grenades. Voiced by John Goodman, as this one would be. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're getting a present, scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a present. It might be that I'm going to blow your nuts off. There's a lineup of kids, and he's just pulling stuff out of his bag of toys, and he hands, like, a teddy bear to one, a fucking toy train to the next one, and then the third one gets a fucking grenade with the pin pulled out of it. <laughs> it's like, now hold on to this for dear life. <laughs> Never lose it, or you'll lose the spirit of you Christmas. You see a lot of uh, Christmas commercials where, I'd buy that for a dollar. Jesus, hold on to this, or you will become the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, I was like, robot tree? I don't think so, D-Heart. But you've, you've, you've proven it. You've convinced me. I think there is a cartoon called Robocop Saves Christmas. No. There are the Robocop uh, cartoons. There 100% is. It's on YouTube right Fuck, now. why didn't we watch that? <laughs> I didn't know it existed. <laughs> I am... I, I'm infinitely feel more ripped off now than i ever have in my life <laughs> oh yeah here's a there's a picture of him with a giant present oh god is there a robot christmas tree skimming through no but there are <laughs> even is quickly watching the robocop christmas just watching it live oh, on the podcast it's 22 minutes so after this you know what i'm doing <laughs> man speaking of like the, the uh, fuck one of the mini Godzilla cartoons. There's no way one of them didn't have a Christmas special. I guarantee it. The one that had Godzuki, the cartoon one? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Godzilla! That's a good cartoon. It was a good cartoon. Or at least it was then. I'm sure it's straight up garbage now. <laughs> Ed, do you have an answer for this question? Okay, so my answer is that now that we have a whole, almost a whole other trilogy of Star Wars movies. They need to do another Star Wars Christmas special. Fuck. This is a bad answer? <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be the you're first... You're not sticking around for this entire thing. <laughs> this would be the first Christmas special because the first Star Wars special is a holiday special, Ed. It oh. The Life Day special. <laughs> no matter what holiday you're celebrating, be it Life Day or, or any other holiday... <laughs> Just that's the only one we can think of off the top of our heads. Any anyone where presents are given, that's really the most important part. Just the purchasing of of Star Wars uh, paraphernalia, be it blankets, you know, glasses, whatever. Any of the fine goods advertised at the beginning of the special, which by the end of the special you don't. Except want. I don't think this one. <laughs> I don't think this one could uh, could afford even Harrison Ford's ghost. They could well, barely afford thing. Harrison Ford a human. <laughs> Every, uh, almost all of the whole rest of the cast wouldn't have to be in it. Like the original cast, because they've almost all been replaced in, you know, in the story. Well, yeah, but you gotta have people that would... No. You know, they have to replace <laughs> No! They have to take Mark Hamill and make it. Very firm. <laughs> no. He very firmly, but politely, asks them to leave. <laughs> yeah, D-Heart's not having any of this. <laughs> I have to agree with you, D-Heart. But also, Ed kind of stole my thunder <laughs> a little bit, because I was going to suggest a similar thing, except for just with the MCU Marvel Universe. So, 
it is as tangentially related to Christmas as the Star Wars Christmas special or holiday special or whatever the fuck it is. They just replace Christmas with some sort of Guardians of the Galaxy space holiday. And it's got, it's, and it's, what the best part is, is if it came out this year, they could have it right in between the Infinity War movies and it'd be completely fucking non-canon. Like, to the point where it's just, like, utterly ridiculous. The bad guys are getting along. It's like, fall on your face, stupid. Well, I mean, Deadpool's kind of got the right idea with what, what they're doing with the Deadpool movies, with this Christmas special that's coming out or whatever. It's kind of, it's it's a really neat just something, idea. Just tying it directly to Princess Bride, the most Christmassy movie of all time? Not really. I don't know if you guys know about this, but they're re-releasing Deadpool 2, and all the scenes are cut as a PG-13 movie for kids. It's brilliant, because it's it gives them a chance to... Uh, and to hedge their bets. They had to have had this plan the entire time. They had to. Yeah, it's super smart. Because it's like, oh, uh, this is kind of risky making an R-rated uh, superhero movie because most of these are, you know, rated <laughs> by PG-13. But this way you get to have it both ways. And, the, of course, they're adding all the, the clever Princess Bride, Fred Savage stuff where Deadpool kidnaps... Uh, Fred Savage. Well, that's the framing device because <laughs> so they're going to have to cut a lot of shit out. So the the Christmas movie is just Deadpool two, but with just made so, into PG thirteen. So what it is is I don't think it's it's Christmas, called it? Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yes, I think yes. it's. I thought it was. He, so here's exactly what it is, Phil. So it's framed as if it's Christmas night with Deadpool telling a story to Fred Savage. Who he's kidnapped. Yeah, I saw that in, like the, this. in the trailer. So what the actual thing is, they like they've kind of cut some stuff out, so like it kind of jumps along a little bit because it's supposed to be Deadpool telling it. So there are some scenes that are just missing. There's some scenes that are that are really? changed, and it's mostly just like it's just a joke. Yeah, it would have to be because I feel like seriously, forty-five to fifty percent of that movie is just straight-up violence. <laughs> Like, there's no way in hell you're making that PG-13. If it's digital, they can just have, like, they can have anything. Candy like, popping out of they people's brains. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's kind of what I want to see it, just to see what kind of crazy shit that they do. They're just going to have the regular movie, but just cover everything up with, like, explosions <laughs> of, like, fireworks. and. They don't have to cover it up. If it's digital, <laughs> they can just go in and literally change the asset. And just tell it to not be blood and instead be oh, presents. this is going to be uh, funfetti. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is brilliant. I love it. Well, the longer we talk <laughs> about this, the more up. ripped off I feel. So just, let's just... <laughs> Christmas is fucking right. canceled. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Bill the Kill Collins. Cheeks the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. And we have a special guest, at least for a short while. Well, uh, for now. Yeah, <laughs> for now, for... And ju- until he just bails out unexpectedly, which will happen at any time. I'm assuming it was now, though, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Where are you going, Ed? Well, I have some adult things to take care of and some very, very unadult things to take care of. <laughs> All right. That sounds ominous. Is one of those the <laughs> prostitutes? No, none of them are prostitutes. I'm not interested anymore. Is one of them... <laughs> Is, is any of it Deadpool 2 related? The non-Christmas version? <laughs> it's like, well, I gotta go see Deadpool 2 now because I'm gonna have to watch this holiday special. Well, I've actually already seen Deadpool 2 oh, and I enjoyed go. it, but it's I definitely enjoyed the first one better. 
right, well. Well, we're not talking about Deadpool. We're talking about a couple of piece of shit holiday movies <laughs> that no one should ever fucking watch. Well, one of them. One of them's awesome. One of which is actually shockingly, like, a real semblance of a Christmas movie. <laughs> and then the other one competent. is just unbelievably shitty. <laughs> so I'm going to claim responsibility for putting you all through this misery. Yeah, you should. And you should also lose your next pick as a result. <laughs> I wasn't... I wasn't going to do this. I was going to say the Star Wars, you know, all these, you know, these Christmas movies we're having to watch, those can just be for Christmas and then we'll restart the choosing after that. No. Steven loses his choice. He fucking, he cursed us with this fucking movie. It's almost the worst fucking movie we've ever watched. And hey, I've used the, the word movie very second time I've seen this. It's the second time I've seen it. Yeah. So you should have to watch it every year from now on. I will. You think I won't? I fucking will. <laughs> you think I won't? <laughs> yes, I do think you won't. No one could. Alright, so I've got an idea then. Alright. Instead of Steven's next pick, I will get his next pick and then I'll be on that episode. That sounds great. Perfect. <sighs> Steven's Christmas punishment. <laughs> this is a lump of coal right up Steven's ass. <laughs> and with All that, right, so which... I'm peacing out. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just and popped good. in to say he's he'll be here later. Let's get Star Wars the fuck out of the way, please. <laughs> I I feel like there's more to talk about with Star Wars. Yeah, I think we should do He-Man first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's just, you're making me wait. This is like a stay of execution, by, but by only one day. <laughs> yeah, but if we start in the Star Wars, like, we're going to be on it for a bit. Alright, fine. We may never get to He-Man otherwise. Okay, so, Stephen, why don't we go ahead and tell the listeners over all right so the first movie that we're going over today is he-man and she-ra a christmas special from 1985 the plot is he-man and she-ra join together to stop horde prime from ruining christmas for some earth children stranded in eternia so already already wrong uh, why <laughs> what's wrong about it <laughs> well because horde prime only barely makes like he comes in at the last second no, to try he, to add in uh, more uh, toys for them is... to sell He's added. He's there from the very beginning. He just he's a, he's in the cloud. <laughs> Horde Prime is the cloud thing that gives the, the orders to Skeletor and Hordak. So there's so many different voice actors saying the phrase Horde Prime, and I didn't remember what Horde Prime was. So I kept being like, pork rind, <laughs> and then and then a little bit later I'm like, war crime. I can't. War crime would actually be a really badass name for a villain. Okay, the uh, it's like the main. I'd say the main flaw of this is how much they've jammed in here. Well, that's also the main advantage. Yeah, well, I mean, too. And but there's a lot of characters because right. it's like there's a there's a rogues gallery in both of these shows. It's the uh, <laughs> it's the it's the Spider-Man three of Christmas specials because they just, just they try to shoehorn in infinite numbers of characters to the point where we just don't fucking care about well, any Well, it's of like them. the full cast of He-Man characters, the yeah. full cast of She-Ra characters, plus, like, I think, had this been, like, a, the biggest hit, <laughs> biggest Christmas hit ever, they would have rolled out the, uh, Manchines and the, uh, uh, what were they? The droids? Monstroids. 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 Yeah. Monstroids. Dude, this, this fucking Christmas special has every fucking character from both of these universes and a bunch of fucking robot characters that were so last minute that they're not even colored in. They're just all gray. 
Well, they're they're kind of a purple. They have a little pink. They have some pinkish purple on them yeah. too. Well, the, the the they're all one color. Shockingly, <laughs> the Mansheens are like popples. Like they look like the most innocent, like cartoonish little baby fucking. They're called Mansheens. That's why they failed. Is because they just are completely opposite of what they're called. <laughs> they're not He-Man at all. Like they're not badass. They don't have fucking cool angles and sweet swords or anything. They're just like. Well, they're trying to appeal to both. They're trying shit. to appeal to both audiences with this new set of characters. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, they're cutesy, but also he has a saw blade for a hand. That's that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, they don't call me Cutter for nothing. I'll straight Cutter. <laughs> it's like they also call me Cutter because I'm kind of depressed and I like to bloodlet every once in a while. It's the only way I can feel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna spring you out of this jail now. So I feel pretty. I feel pretty certain that these Mansheens are the original idea for the Bender character from Futurama. Because it's like, his name is Bender, he just bends, and his very first thing he does in the show, like, to show off the fact that he's Bender, is to bend bars. And so it's like, it's gotta be, this has to be the inspiration. Well, I just think it's Cartoon 101. It's just name the thing of what it is? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Manny Faces, because he has Manny Faces. <laughs> It's like in Disenchantment, Philip, where all the elves are just named whatever they do. Yeah, it just seemed too specific to me. Jack not named, Jack job. <laughs> <laughs> Jack not named. <laughs> so anyway, so the thing starts off with a, with a He-Man. Well, it's not He-Man. It's Prince Adam. <laughs> yeah, because he's not He-Man until he gets arms. the until he uses the power of uh, Eternia to. Like, there. This makes me. I mentioned this in our group chat. This. As much as I did actually like this, this makes me like the um, early 2000s version of He-Man better that was on Cartoon Network. Because, like, it's, it's like, a little bit more grim, it's a little bit more consistent, because, like, Adam is fucking, like, jacked. Like, I realized <laughs> that, that at the time, the limitations are just, like, let's just take the, the character model and, and color it a different way so you get He-Man. But, I mean, it's like... It's not colored a different way. They just remove his shirt. Yeah. That's the, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they just and, like, put a different outfit on him. He's just... Adam's been fucking... He never skips any day <laughs> at, at all, period. He just fucking lifts all the time. Well, you never skip your day, Chief. No. But, like, in the early 2000s one, like, Adam's, like, fucking skinny bastard doesn't do anything, and then when he pulls the sword out, then he gets fucking ripped. But this is just, like... <laughs> I feel like someone should be like... Adam, you just take your shirt off? Like, what's 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 up here, man? Like, Where the fuck did you get that loincloth? Like, are you Conan? <laughs> right. I always wear and a loincloth. And he's, like, wearing, like, straight-up purple leggings. Like, purple leggings over yeah. a loincloth. Well, it seems like that... <laughs> it's like they wanted to keep the, uh, the animation design consistent with the... This is how the toys are going to look. Because everyone has, like, a line where the toy leg would meet like the uh yeah the yeah. y-shaped <laughs> intersection where the legs are going to be attached yeah they can't we've probably discussed this at some point but he-man she-ra and every other fucking cartoon character from this era was invented specifically to sell toys even though they had to lie and say that the toys were based on the comic books yeah, that yeah, they also some, invented. There was some kind of legislation at the time that's like, hey, you can't have these things just be commercials. Yeah, <laughs> to the point where they literally had to give away comic books with the toys. 
Like, tiny little, poorly made. But also, like, the thing about it is, and I feel like it's kind of a Christmas miracle all on its own, so it's kind of uh, appropriate for the theme. When you just very quickly, as fast as you possibly can, throw shit together, sometimes you make something that's fucking brilliant. Like, <laughs> that's just the law of, you know, it's just the law of averages or statistics or whatever. Like, eventually, if you throw something together, it will be exactly right, exactly how it needed to be. And this fucking cartoon series and this Christmas special by extension is so fucking funny to me. Like, it is so hilarious. Or I think there are certain subversive elements at play in this. Yeah, there are. <laughs> well, there are. Because they all knew it was a total fucking, like, just a vehicle to sell toys. The, so they're like, well, let's just have fucking fun with this then. Yes, the voice actors, I think, are having a fucking great time. Yeah, they are. All of yeah, them are. for sure. Is it to the point where they're like, well, how are we going to have Hordak's ship be shaped? Well, I don't know. Maybe have it shaped exactly like a fucking dildo. <laughs> no, like, no lie, this is a real-life fucking sexual pleasure toy. That, it's the exact shape of it. Like, every part of it is, yeah. like, there's the vibrating tip that's for the clitoris, and then there's the fucking dildo-shaped <laughs> part that's for sh inserting into the vagina. Even when the man, the man, or uh, the monstroid grabs a hold <laughs> of it. Manstroid. The, the manstroid. When the monstroid grabs a hold of it, it looks like he's grabbing a big dick. It does! <laughs> because he is grabbing a big dick. Of course he is. Because they, it wasn't, it wasn't enough that they had to shape the fucking spaceship to look literally like a sex toy, to the point where they didn't even put any rockets on it. It's just a sex toy that flies. And then they had to have something giant, something big enough that it could grab it and then have him do that. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm a robot. This is a robot sex toy. Okay, so the, just the plot is kicked off with them checking out their spy... Uh, it's, it's kind of like a... Uh, it's supposed to be like a... Sky spy is what it was. Yes. Basically a drone that's going to spy on Skeletor. Because they're just ever so slightly <laughs> creeping their way towards G.I. Joe territory. They literally have what literally looks like it's been cut out of a G.I. Joe cartoon. Because it doesn't really look like the other machines from the He-Man universe. The He-Man universe typically has like a lot of like really rounded and like um, like mystical looking kind of like vehicles. Well, it's, it's, it's fantasy with a tad bit of sci-fi. Right. But this rocket is just a straight up fucking rocket. Yeah. Like it's just a it just looks like a cartoon version of, of any rocket from real life. And Orko is being a moron and he <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, he's hold playing on. on it. Because uh, you know. Because <laughs> he's fucking Orko. He yeah. always does this. <laughs> he's a fuck up. <laughs> That's what the character's there for. Yeah, they so, keep uh... him around to <laughs> fuck He Man into these situations that he has to then sword his way out of. He accidentally gets shot into space, and then uh, teleported to Earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't quite figure out what the hell was going on there. Like he said, he crash landed, but then like he went into like hyperspeed or some fucking thing. He cast a spell that said, "Take me to someplace safe." And apparently, the safest place was Earth. Yeah, the safest place was to crash on Earth. Yeah, but he's he's a magic thing. Yeah, he fucks up. <laughs> <laughs> What so, do you think that Orko's face looks like underneath? If, if you were to shine a little flashlight into those shadows, what would you see? Probably a dildo. If I, if any other <laughs> <laughs> if this cartoon is any other indication for me, it's probably a big pussy. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly a big talking pussy with with these glowing <laughs> yellow eyes on either side of it. 
Oh, man. And that's why it has to be hidden in the shadows. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise... Otherwise, this is an X-rated cartoon. <laughs> I mean, it's it's dancing around being an X-rated cartoon anyway. And... Yeah, but, you know, in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Nobody ever said that X-rated things weren't fun. <laughs> just not fun for children, supposedly. So, and meanwhile, they're just directly in the children's cartoons. So, um, he lands on Earth, he finds a couple of children who are one second away from being murdered by an avalanche, uses magic, and he does it correctly for once to save them. Well, that's because he does his little plea to the uh, magic gods, please let this one be right, He's trying like, to save kids. He's like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> if it was me not being teleported to another fucking planet and you just fuck me over there, I understand, but for fuck's sake... Do you really want to see these children suffocate under a million piles of snow? <laughs> no, we don't. So they say he saves the children. They go and get warm in the ship. Meanwhile, they tell them all about Jesus while we're cut away. <laughs> thank fucking God. See, they know exactly what that I want to see. That was brilliant. That was that was brilliant. That like... was so smart. They're like, guess what? We're gonna please all these Christians, and meanwhile, we don't have to give them fucking anything. We just have to say the word Jerusalem and wise men right at the end, and then that's all. That we're golden. <laughs> and also there's Santa <laughs> well what, that's the best part because he asks oh well who's Santa and they go oh he's the best part <laughs> <laughs> literally says it I mean it's true though uh, <laughs> I mean of course it's fucking true the other thing but, to go along with it that's really funny is once they get back to Eternia and like, just kicked a bunch of priests like, right in the dick Orko is telling like the kids are telling him about them and he managed to, or, well, Adam, my bad, can't yeah. get the, the secret identity messed up. It's just like, who's Santa? And Orgo's like, you don't know who Santa is. And it's like, dude, you just learned about him like two minutes ago. You need to calm down. <laughs> but, uh, He-Man's, uh, He-Man and She-Ra's mom is from Earth. Yes. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, because otherwise they're just fucking aliens from another part of the fucking galaxy that we don't give a fuck about. We assume the things that make them, uh, gives them their, their superpower oomph is the Earthling half, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're okay. better than everyone else on Eternia because they're part Earthling. Well, see, the thing is, in most sci-fi, that, the, the part, the... The part that Earthlings bring into it isn't the magic, it's the giving a shit about things. That like, could be it. <laughs> like, for the for the Vulcans, Spock is half human, half Vulcan, and that's why he's the best Vulcan, is because he's able to use his emotions when he needs to, and only then. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty much, we just wish we weren't such bitches about everything. So it's a perfect situation when we can just mix our DNA with some other species that doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> also, while you guys were talking, I actually looked up a picture of what our Orca looks like without his mask on. So I can show you, or I can just let it be a mystery. Was I, mean, I right? It, no. Not anywhere close. It doesn't matter. I think that I'm right. <laughs> okay, is there is there an official canon of, of what Orca looks like? This, or is is this, just... from, this is apparently from an art book of, like, he-Man art book, so... Oh, I'll call that official enough. Yeah. But we can save that for another time. <laughs> He's a big pussy. We I want to <laughs> maintain the image of fucking She-Ra's ship crash landing directly into Orko's face. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> over and over again. That's Hordax. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's from the She-Ra universe. It was close enough. She-Ra has a... 
a horse that turns into a slightly more magical horse, but now he can talk. <laughs> they, when the horse started fucking talking, because like, I'm not... I was shocked, because I thought... <laughs> Me too. I thought, oh, well, he has Cringer, who is a talking cat, but this is just a regular fucking horse, and it which, turns into a slightly better horse. Which, by the way... But it didn't Cringer like... got the fucking shaft in yeah. this movie. No yeah. Cringer. He was in it for one second as they well, panned the room. Everyone's there as they panned yeah, the room. Exactly. Even like characters that are not in this show. But no Battle Cat. <laughs> and that is where I draw the fucking line. That was the biggest mistake of this whole movie, which I loved. This movie is... Mu- and of course I watched it second you because know, I knew it would be a total palate cleanser. If this were anime, <laughs> this, the amount of storyline to cover in this would take something on, on the verge of, like, three years. <laughs> Easily. I mean, if they're going at, like, a, like a, I'm saying, like... Hey, Bulma I'm, getting your license. Yes, if we're going, speed. like, Dragon Ball Z speed, <laughs> they... they it would have been a whole fucking series. <laughs> it would have been the whole damn thing. Yeah. Right. I, but it's like, this, you get so much, so fast. If they're... I kind of like, love that about it. And also, it's kind of its downfall. It's... Ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag, but it's like. <laughs> but that extra shit that fell out, you can just eat that shit. You're going so fast. <laughs> it's like this is all like this is all tolerable. Yeah. It, <laughs> if so you what, don't like this plot line, don't worry, it's over. There's another one right now. Yeah. So wouldn't it be better to say it's like ten pounds of candy in a five pound bag? Or t- yes, or ten oh. pounds of presents in a five pound Santa's bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not familiar with the old Shira cartoon like at all like the the new one I, it's I'm... he-man if he-man was a lady pretty much yeah but <laughs> also it's he-man except for that it wasn't thrown together in one second they had a little longer because they were like oh we're gonna develop this for girls too so his transformation is like half as good as hers hers is so <laughs> elaborate like the animation of it and like the She-Ra, She-Ra. It goes on forever. <laughs> they already had, like, they already had a template to work from. No, yeah, they did, exactly. <laughs> like, they had this awesome transformation scene from, from He-Man. They're like, well, we're going to make the girl version, but, you know, let's make it even cooler. Like, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's not by the power of Grayskull, so really it can never be as, as cool. She doesn't have as good of a catchphrase. Right, exactly. She says, <laughs> by the power of She-Ra. I think uh, I think she said the wisdom of Grayskull or something. Wisdom, like the soul, or I don't fuck. It doesn't matter. The yeah. point is, I just wanted to point out that her animation is fucking elaborate. It takes forever. Oh, and also her fucking well, sword can turn into a lasso of truth. I fuck I you, guarantee you Marvel, that that was <laughs> or DC. I mean, <laughs> I guarantee you that uh, is from the there was like a He-Man spinoff movie to create Shira. <laughs> yeah, I watched that back when we did the, like the toy special. <laughs> But, uh, I completely like, fucking forgot about that. It's like, they had plans. They had big plans. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, okay, we've laid all this work out. Now, let's get the other demographic. Well, that's the, that's but the it's thing. A, the way they made she it could appeal to both demographics. Because, yeah. hey, it's more of the same. It's still a bunch of badass. The villain, still covered in little bones. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> he has fucking gnashing teeth that are sharp. How, He's sort of comedic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skeletor disp- dispatches like four of his own bad guys, his minions, for being morons. And just like a push of a button. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, just quickly while we're just brushing on Skeletor. Every 
I, I don't really remember the cartoon from whenever I was a kid. Like, I remember by the power of Grayskull, and I remember, like, very vague different pieces. But now that I've watched a Christmas special, and I've watched a couple episodes of the cartoon, which is on Netflix, anybody can go watch now, I really think Skeletor might be the greatest character ever made. He, he is a really fucking good character. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, every, every single word that he says... I become more in love with him by a factor of 10. I'm like, this is just spectacular. He's just the greatest. He's blowing my mind. <laughs> Every, like, if I had been old enough to appreciate He-Man whenever it was like a cartoon and it was like in its heyday, I would seriously wear some, like, I would wear Skeletor clothing every day. Like, I would be a super fucking fan. It's like, it's the greatest, it's the greatest franchise of all this time. This character gets shit on a lot because he kind I, uh, he's a, he's kind of a bad, he's just, he's he sucks at being, being a bad manager. Yeah, right. But that's what's so fucking amazing <laughs> about him. Like, he doesn't really have the motivation to be fully evil all the time. He's kind of lazy. He, sometimes he just says, you know what, I'm just going to walk through this mirror, reach back through it and punch it so that I don't have to deal with this universe anymore. Well, really, <laughs> it's like, he's like a, a not, I, I consider the Skeletor character be a notch above your Cobra commander because yeah, it's like he's a... He's way more dimensional. Yes, because it's not so much that he's... Yes, he's evil most of the time, but he also just likes to fight. <laughs> he does. Oh, he like, loves to fight. And it, it pretty much makes you clear. It's like, oh, this whole thing makes sense. Because <laughs> yes. if he fails, he just gets to fight He-Man again. Yeah. And that was and his whole objective really in the first place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> literally well, in this cartoon special. Yeah, he's just like they're just like you can't fight. He's like can't fight, but fighting's fun. <laughs> I like fighting. There's something to be said for how his look too, because it's like he's this giant muscly man with just a skull for a head and a hood over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not even like. He is- Exactly as ripped as He-Man. Exactly as ripped. Yeah. It might even be the same fucking sculpt. I'm sure it is. Well, as far as muscles go. Yeah. He's got different fingers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the details are somewhat altered so that it's not literally the same toy being sold over and over. But they also give Skeletor's, like, skull face dimension as well. Like, it can smile and frown and all that stuff as well. I dare fucking tell you that uh, the toy... The, those finger details are de- are de- are gone. It's like the arms and legs are all just they're all the same for all the characters. The only thing differentiating them is the color of paint. Yep, it's perfect. It's the it's the cheapest, most quickly thrown together, most brilliant, most fun, most fucking everything. It's this, just the most. This special really goes a long way to fleshing out the the character of Skeletor. Yeah, it does. It's a it's He's a man that, lo- that loves fighting. I'd say more than he loves evil. Yeah, he does love fighting way more because he doesn't, <laughs> he's not that committed to evil. He's like, well, there is Horde Prime and he's telling me to do things. But also, but just fighting. I just, as long as that's fighting involved, I don't really give a fuck. And, and don't forget, he's not nice. He wants you to make sure he, you know that. Yeah, he's not nice, but he did save a puppy from freezing to death for literally no reason. Well, yeah, but he framed it as if like, as if, that would just slow him down if uh he's a complicated character <laughs> if these kids are crying it's gonna slow down their march to death <laughs> exactly <laughs> so unbelievable so anyways do we have to talk about the plot of this i mean it's so fucking it's like a hundred plots in one 
Okay, the kids are are kidnapped by various factions. Yeah, because they're <laughs> all trying. Okay, so Skeletor's trying to get him for Horde Prime. Well, Hordak gets Hordak gets tries to get him. Yeah, and then the big dick, <laughs> yeah. the giant dildo. And doom. then there's the uh, the uh, it's the Doomdo. Why can't I monstroids? There's yeah. the monstroids, and they get helped by the Manchines, <laughs> yeah. which leads back to Skeletor kidnaps them from their rescue. <laughs> this sounds like we're just quickly brushing over it. This is exactly as much time as they spend on it, too. And then they spend the rest of the time with Skeletor up until, like, the eventual, like, uh, rescue where all the four, all our interested parties meet up. Hordak, <laughs> this fucking shit pile that is Hordak, shows up. Horde Prime tries to uh, crane game, <laughs> snatch your children. Completely. And by the way, Horde Prime shows up in his like evil ship, which is a different ship, don't worry, and uh, drops down his crane, which is four, three or four of those crane like grabber fingers, but they're all like razor fucking sharp and have crazy points. If he had been able to grab them, it would have definitely killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> like, but don't worry, uh... He, who is it? Is it He-Man? Skeletor. This is Skeletor. Skeletor blasts the thing with his That's ramrod. That's right. I yeah. fucking forgot. It's it a is. fucking Skeletor's a hero. Yes, it, his yeah, scepter is. is a. It's a ram's a literal, head at the end of a fucking scepter. It's a ramrod. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a literal ramrod I'm and also you, man, very satanic. There's. There are subversive forces at work Man. behind the scenes in well, this. Like, this I fucking love and, like, it. They're putting like some very adult humor in this. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, well, because they know that <laughs> if the adults have to watch too much of this, they're going to eventually turn it off, and then they're going to sell fewer toys. Like the the thing with like Skeletor being a good guy in this, and the whole reason that Hordak Prime or Horde Prime doesn't even do anything. Uh, it's just like, because apparently the spirit of Christmas is now another spirit of, or force of good in Eternia, and he's just like, I can feel it, I don't like it. <laughs> and the fact that Skeletor, first off, the fact that Skeletor's rod can just shoot that the spaceship down, like, what, like, I feel like he'd just be like, Castle, like, Castle Grayskull or any other castle, boop, gone, it's obliterated. <laughs> yeah, he shoots the crane which I'm assuming Skeletor probably figured, you know, I'll just I'll just blow up the crane, and that way the kids won't get sliced <laughs> in half when it use. grabs them. It literally blows up the whole fucking shit. Well, like, it's a chain reaction back to this engine, and it crashes. <laughs> so it is literally the most poorly designed ship of all time. Literally, you shoot the fucking grappling hook of the ship, and it blows the ship up. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't like being nice. I like being evil. But if I have to I'm save nice. the children. <laughs> that doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> God, I just I just love it so much. It's fucking brilliant. And Apparently, now, uh, the official name is the Havoc Staff. The Havoc Staff. See, that's fucking cool. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> God damn it. And you see... And it makes perfect sense that there is still a whole convention every year just for He-Man. Yeah. I can't remember. Is it called PowerCon? Or... I've never heard of this. <laughs> oh, man. I would definitely It do. is huge. And I'm fucking going eventually. I'm going <laughs> to go to this. Like, you know, they bring all of their, like, mint-on-card toys and, like, sell those. But then there's just, like, everything. Costume contests. It's like a... And it's not even, like... It's not like anybody's really generating that much money off of this. It's mostly just like a fucking Christmas celebration of He-Man. 
every year at a convention center. So while you guys were, were talking about this, like I just brought up Skeletor's Wikipedia page just to see if I could find anything else like really good on it. Mm. I found this thing that's amazing. And it's just a reoccurring segment of Will Wheaton's sci-fi television show, The Will Wheaton Project, was Skeletor Reads Angry Tweets, in which an old filmation footage was redubbed to feature an angry Skeletor put an appropriate emotion in reading out assorted angry tweets from netizens. That's great. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. If only they... I mean, I'm sure they got a sound-alike for Skeletor's voice, but... Oh, I don't yeah. know. I, maybe they got the real guy. Who knows? Hey, he's a professional guy. He could make yeah. a call. <laughs> I mean... I'll do it as long as there's pay involved. <laughs> By the power of American Express. <laughs> By the power of PayPal. That's what I should have said. <laughs> Damn it. I fucked up. Oh, well. Speaking of fuck-ups. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. All right. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special. Maybe the greatest Christmas special of all time. Now let's move on. To what is almost definitely the worst. Like, can, let's before we talk about it, let's just see. Can we think of a worse Christmas special than this? Mm, I don't know. Yes. I, I haven't seen any recent Christmas specials. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, are there any Christmas specials known to man, cheats, from, or beast? From the time when I, <laughs> I used to watch these things as a kid, I don't... I don't remember any that were anywhere near this bad. I mean, here's a question, Philip. I already know the answer to it, but I'm just going to say it out well, loud. Well, first of all, it is a holiday special, so would it's you, not necessarily... Would you rather watch this, the Star Wars holiday special, or would you rather watch just the, the unrelenting tide of Hallmark Christmas movies from their television? Okay, channel? first of all, I am... Those are Miranda's very favorite thing about Christmas, so I have to watch all of them. Call it. I already do, and I can tell you right now, I would rather watch a hundred and fifty fucking versions of a Christmas Kiss and a Christmas Prince and a Christmas Prince Two on Netflix. It's all just people falling in love over Christmas. That's it's all. Literally that's all, all of them. And guess what? Those have a fucking plot and yeah. usually a really hot girl to look at. What does this have? <laughs> fucking nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> The Christmas special. <laughs> this is what you would get if you put YouTube, if you searched Bukaki of Pain on YouTube and just <laughs> let it spin. That's a good death metal Steven, band name. I know that you'd I know you would be enticed to use it. Don't use Bukaki of Pain as an episode title. <laughs> Alright. Alright, I'll go, try. We're gonna get our feed pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I just know this, okay? We can't. We can't do it. You can't have dirty talk in your episode title. Dang. They're, they, aren't, they aren't evil and or have enough time to waste to index our entire episode by audio to, like, look through it to find Bukaki of Pain as like, well, well, a subject of discussion. Maybe, maybe he could get around it by just painful seagulling because maybe they wouldn't catch on to that. Seagulling? Yeah, just... Seagulling. Oh yeah, that wouldn't that would be fine. It doesn't sound as good though. Seagull of pain. <laughs> yeah, but no one's gonna catch on with that. They're just gonna be like, "What's up with seagulls?" Whoa. Either way, you please you can't just do heed it. my warning. <laughs> so, right now, dear heart is the ghost of Christmas future. 
<laughs> he is telling you if you fucking do this, Apple will pull our feed. Fuck <laughs> this holiday special. I'm going to go over the plot now. Okay. The plot, what Phillip. plot? The plot, Philip. Good fucking luck. That was cheats, by the, the way. The Star Wars holiday special from 1978. Cheats one... is so, hold on. Cheats is so angry <laughs> that he sounds like me to the point where Steven can't tell us apart. <laughs> go ahead. The Star Wars holiday special from 1978, which is one year after A New Hope was released. Chewbacca and Han Solo tried to get to the Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day, but are imp impeded by an Imperial blockade. Chewie's family passes the time with various forms of entertainment. Yeah, they do. I would, I, well, I'd say that, no, no, I would say that's not accurate because you can't describe anything that they're watching as entertainment. No. Well, okay, that's not necessarily correct, but... Okay, it's a little harsh for uh, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's hey, a little a music song. video. It's fine. There's a music video in here, which is like... There's it, actually two. That's a form of entertainment. Oh, there's like four or five, but it's, I mean, they're all garbage. No, I mean, like, a, there's two where it's like, I don't know if this was a song outside of this. <laughs> yeah, there's two where it's very clearly just like, hey, you're an artist, what do you have? With musical guest! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jefferson Starship! Yeah. They literally like are doing the SNL, like introduction yeah so like i thought it was really funny how like whenever they, they were going through the cast and of course they had like you know harrison ford and carrie fisher and etc and uh they got to r2d2 and instead of saying kenny baker they said r2d2 as r2d2 and i'm just like kenny baker was like nah y'all go ahead and put your names on this and i'm just gonna i'm gonna see how that plays out <laughs> <laughs> hey as long as it check clears i don't really care if you put my name on it <laughs> Kind of prefer that you didn't. <laughs> I like in the IMDb, it's Kenny Baker as R2-D2 as R2-D2. Like, well, that's just like, uh, when it has parentheses as R2-D2, it's letting you know they weren't credited. Okay. But I just want, it just, it appears as or ridiculous. They were credited as something slightly different. As what they, they weren't yeah. actually, they're not their real name, but... Lawrence, Larry like, Fishburne instead like of Lawrence Fishburne. Like B. Arthur was credited as Beatrice Arthur. Yeah. I don't know if they were, that was just what they were calling her at the time. Or <laughs> or if she was just like, no, don't say B. Arthur. People know who that is. Say, at least say Beatrice Arthur. I brought this up in the chat. I think it's important that we bring it up on the podcast. How fucking pissed were people when they saw this as like the first thing after Star Wars? Like they went into the movies... Four times to see Star Wars, and then they're like, "You're getting a holiday special this year at Christmas. It's gonna be, it's gonna have everybody from the Star Wars movies in it. All the kids are sitting around their TVs. Their parents are sitting around the TVs." Steven, the the kids, they don't give a fuck. They're they're like, "Oh, this is not even entertaining for children." It really isn't. But they wouldn't have been as disappointed. The adults probably threw a bunch of their Star Wars shit away. Well, I don't think adults would have had Star Wars shit. They probably just left the room. It's like, oh, this is stupid children's entertainment. I'm sure they had... But it's they not. Might have, they might have it's had a Star not, Wars though. poster. Adults like Star Wars. Well, not... Otherwise it, it would have while, failed. It took a while for... Uh, the toys for kids, for adults to catch on. It, yes. It took a while for, uh, like, uh, 
sci-fi to be recognized as something that just Adults anybody, are anybody can like. watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that are that they're allowed to yeah, like. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Like, that our <laughs> culture will deem okay for someone to like. Like, well, I guess we're going to legalize uh, adults liking, you know, <laughs> toys now. It just wasn't cool. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was almost that more was than not, a That would have been... I'm not sure exactly what the uh, word of the time would have been, but, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't have been in style. Right. It would have been very Nerdy. square. Of Star Wars would have been at the very beginning of that. Well, it's like... Dweebs, geeks, and nerds. It's like Fez in that 70s show. He's like, oh, I can't wait to see Star Horse. And they're like, Star Wars, man. And he's I like... I guarantee you there, there was a Star Horse that was very close oh, around that time. For sure. <laughs> Guaranteed. So, um... Yeah, why don't you talk about the plot, Stephen? The plot of this movie. Tell us. Well, let's just talk about the first 15 minutes of the movie just being Wookiee sounds and, like, horrible Wookiee costumes. And, like, these are, like, the the prototype Wookiee costumes. Like, they have to be, right? Yeah, some of them don't even resemble Wookiees. Oh, you mean Itchy? Itchy looks like he yeah, should have been put down. Itchy. <laughs> Wait, he's a wild animal. Hold on a second. His face is fucking rotted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is not well. He looks like he's from the Predator universe, honestly. Like, he looks like a monster. I thought he looked like the uh, the monster from Big Trouble in Little China at the end of it. Yeah, kind of. So, um, I thought the Ewoks were supposed to make an appearance in this. Were they in this and I just wasn't paying attention? No. No, they, I, they don't... I had heard somewhere that this was the first appearance of Ewoks, but I did not see any Ewoks. Yeah, I no, thought that that was the thing. No, it, there's a, a separate uh, TV movie. Oh, there's Battle a of separate Endor. Ewoks movie. Because yeah. there's, there's the two, yeah, there there's the two, two Ewoks. Ewoks. Battle of Endor. Was there a Christmas one? No, I don't think so. I don't know. They, hopefully they learned their lesson after this fucking piece of shit. I'm pretty sure Battle of Endor came out right before Return of the Jedi, right? I think so. 85. When did Return of the Jedi come out? I don't know. <laughs> Thinking about what happens in this movie has got me so fucking depressed. 83. So actually it came out after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Well, fuck <laughs> this movie. Seriously. There you go. So fuck when Steven Ewoks. says 15 <laughs> minutes of Wookiee screaming and just bad it's costumes. It's not exaggeration. That is a literal fact. Well. Yeah. yeah no subtitles. There is, there is a short, like a, a little segment with uh, where you see Han and uh, Chewie. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're getting on our way to life day. Don't you worry, buddy. And then that's gone like well, instantly. And Luke makes a quick appearance. Well, that's the that's, oh, that's the 15 the minute mark. Whenever they call, yeah, it's like, hey, uh, you, you see him in the intro looking like a fucking oompa loompa. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, well, wait, yeah. maybe that was a trick of my mind, or maybe that was a weird effect they put on the like intro uh, part. No, they just painted him orange for this. Don't know why. He looks like Young Americans era David Bowie. He has, he has like a so centimeter much. of fucking eyeliner. Yeah, so much makeup on. Like it's crazy. It's like, wh what the fuck were they thinking? Was this after his accident? Because I, I think so. they may have heavily made him up. Because I didn't know at the beginning of the second movie, they definitely, they definitely heavily made him up, and there is a reason. I just and I read it, it somewhere. I just accident. don't know where the fuck I read it. Because they. They worked the act, the act, his uh, car accident into the uh, storyline of the second movie at the very beginning. Is this ringing a bell with anybody? <laughs> yeah, no, because like the, the they kind of hide up his cars, his scars with the um, with the uh, yeah the wampa attack. 
I, I, for some reason, I keep thinking that that was that was in between the second one. So yeah, probably it, it could have been them trying to cover that up. <laughs> I, I think so, because there's no other justification for it. No, not because even he that. does not look human. <laughs> yeah, it that doesn't explain the fucking eyeliner or why they would paint him orange. It's a Christmas color. Paint him fucking green. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, like, skimming through some of the fucking, like, trivia on this. And, like, what this one says that, like, George Lucas has famously tried to buy every single copy of this movie. Uh, and, and, and leaves interviews, walks out of interviews if the interview questions about it. Harrison Ford doesn't remember even being in it. Uh, and he's never seen it. Mark Hamill hasn't seen it all the way through. It says Mark, Mark Hamill cleverly dodged most of the questions about it, and the only person that publicly talked about it was Carrie Fisher, probably because she forced her way into it. Because she has a, the most balls of any of Well, yeah, she's the only honest one. Right. <laughs> she she forced her way into getting a singing scene. Apparently, she would only do this movie if they gave her a scene where she could do a musical number. And what about all these musical numbers where... They just add lyrics to existing Star Wars music. Dude, every part of this movie is an affront on everything this movie addresses. It's an affront on Wookiees. It's an affront on fucking Star Wars music. John Williams, personally, I would think. It's an, I mean, I feel like he should have sued after this. There's no way he agreed to this. I, they, I, I figured they have to have paid him A the pile of fucking money. To butcher his stuff so badly. Mangle! This is canon cheats. No, it isn't. This is fucking canon cheats. Uh, in the, what way? The Wookiees were actually okay. adopted in the canon. I'm not kidding. Are you talking Lumpy? Not, yeah, I'm not Lumpy I'm, and Itchy and uh, yeah, Mala? That, so, it's fucking canon. Whenever, this, gonna... whenever this came out, Phil's getting so angry. At the, okay. Like, it's a damn good there, thing. Okay, we can skip... We can skip your musical numbers because they have nothing movie. to do with anything. Well, what about skip... the crazy circus performers whenever the Wookiees are watching? That has nothing to do with anything either. <laughs> Steven, almost can... everything in this movie is a total fucking non sequitur. It, okay. it is of nothing and for nothing and it leads to nothing. There, Okay, there's circus, there's music, there's sketch comedy, in quotation marks. We can't leave out the hypno porn. There, yeah, okay. there's a literal VR porn for the grandpa, or whatever the fuck he is. The fucking one that looks like a literal villain of any other movie, because he has crazy monster face. Well, his snout is fucking decaying. He's falling a fucking part. <laughs> he should definitely be euthanized, for sure. But he watches VR porn and presumably jerks off, but we don't get to see that part. The bottom half of his body is mysteriously not shown. There is... A fucking cooking show that lasts four fucking minutes. And it's literally nothing but just a guy with a stupid costume on with multiple people's arms from behind feeding him fucking soup and you stir and you, sp and you spoon and that's how you make the Wookiee food. And it's like, how fucking long do we need to watch this? It's not funny. It's no. nothing. It's fucking nothing. All of this is literally Maybe nothing. Maybe that's where the Futurama thing came from too. You mean, uh, I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've fast-forwarded 
multiple times through That's cheating, Cheats. That is fucking cheating. Well, let me finish. Let me explain. I watch this at regular speed on a full-size TV. Yeah, because you're a fool. All right? (laughs) I expect that from Philip, but not from you, Cheats. Steven bitched at me, and he had Brandy texting me and telling me it was cheating, and every other fucking thing. Let me finish. All right, let me explain. Pulling out all the guns to make sure I fucking watch this abortion of film. Earning that name cheats this week. I now <laughs> he is. So I, I let me clarify. I didn't just like straight fast forward through it and like skip entire segments. Well, what happened? Like for example, with, with the circus scene, like the very beginning, it's like so that started. I'm just like, man, this music's awful. Like I'm watching it. I watched it for like two minutes. So I'm like, how much longer can this go on for? And I skipped like twenty seconds. I'm like. Why is this still going? I skipped like another twenty seconds. And it's still, still going. going. I skipped like another. I did that like eight Skipping times. Twenty seconds does not work in this movie. No, it doesn't. It's an hour Every... and twenty fucking minutes long. It's an it's an hour and a half long, and there's like five forty five minute musical numbers. That math doesn't add up, and that's that's just simply how it was in this. Well, because the, he... the Jefferson. The Jefferson Starship music number is the longest, I think. Well, it's yeah, really I mean, the most tolerable, but it's not the longest. I think the B. Arthur musical. I think is the, the B. Arthur one is too. It takes an eternity. Well, that that well, one has like a preamble that's, skit. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a segment. I'm not, into I'm not a talking about number. the preamble skit. I'm talking about the music. Okay. It's forever long. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I can't wait to outro this episode with that entire song. Yeah, you mean you can't <laughs> wait to have 14 unsubscribes at the end of this. Be longer than the actual podcast. Steven, we can't subject people to this movie. This is a <laughs> PSA. This podcast is officially transforming into a PSA to never, ever watch this if you value even the tiniest piece of your sanity. It sucks. Okay, there's... I think there are there's three things that they watch that have something to do with the plot. Which, I'm not sure if... Actually, I'm not sure if one of them does or not. <laughs> okay, so, uh... The, uh, Empire's on Kashyyyk. They, Kazook. Uh, what is it? It's called Kazook in this Kazook? Way. Yes. That's That doesn't say it on there. I know, that's wrong. Okay. Yeah, but they, they call it Kazook. Yeah, in that, the, in what the I was gonna mention with the, with the whole, like, Wookiee Kanan, none of that had been really established when this came out. So, like, aside from, like, some stuff written, so they're just like, yeah, it's Kazook instead of Kashyyyk. And the thing with uh, their names, those end up becoming nicknames for the actual Wookiee names. So. Okay. I, I mostly just wanted to mention that to make Philip angry. So, All you, right, can, you so can continue. Kazook. I'm just straight up The Empire is there. They're, they decide to uh, ransack. On, on, on Kazook. On Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're there. As Chewbacca's on his way back. His home is occupied. They're searching for, I guess, Chewbacca. They, like, they have, like, suspicion that this is the home of a rebel member. Which they dirt happens to be right, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, while they're there, uh, Lumpy watches a cartoon. It's a Star Wars cartoon. I guess that, I don't, is this meant to be happening or is this like a, an animated adventure that of one of their, you know, okay. star logs? So, did anybody have any kind of in, like, input in, on that? In theory, <laughs> I, the only thing I have to compare it to is like I'm trying to think of in real life. Do we or do we tell stories about our war heroes? And the answer is yes. 
But the question would be, who the fuck can get away with making this full-blown cartoon in the Empire's Empire? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this would have been censored for sure. This would have been straight-up contraband, which is, it is, the little little child Wookiee is hiding it from, and like, no, I'm just playing some kind of game that involves four columns and numbers. Okay, so about the cartoon. <laughs> it looks terrible. I mean, it doesn't look as shitty as the rest of this fucking movie. It looks terrible, but... It's horrible. It's the most interesting part, and still manages to be nothing. Yeah. It it has something of a storyline. It has Darth Vader having lines. Boba Fett is riding the fucking dinosaur, and they can't make it interesting. This is the first appearance of Boba Fett. Yeah. Like, this is the introduction of Boba Fett to the Star Wars universe. I guess that's why they call... <laughs> Such why they call I can't do Star I can't why can't I do Darth Vader voice right now? Uh, what, I guess that's what's a joke why about? they call you the best assassin in the universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> also they refer to they refer to because Boba Fett obviously is playing both sides in this, but they refer to Boba Fett as Darth Vader's right hand man and best friend. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah. And he doesn't so that. blind with rage. <laughs> He's just like, hey, jetpack. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm at, like... And it's the whole thing. What What the fuck happened to Han Solo's head in this, by the way? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It looks like it was jammed through a keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad looking. He like, looks Mark like Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Luke Skywalker he's looks got, He's got too. one of those classic long faces. Okay, I, <laughs> I, I get the comparison, but I'm just saying, like... Dave Grohl doesn't look like this. It's close. Hey, Han Solo, <laughs> why the long face? <laughs> yeah, but this is where I was struck with a sleeping virus <laughs> and had to continue this on a second day because... Uh, so this movie gave you the itis. <laughs> well, I mean... It, <laughs> it, the, was, it was a survival instinct kicking in. It, it's like, even though it's the most interesting part... I passed out and could not remember anything past it. Theron's <laughs> body was just like, he's I, about to die. Shut it down. The thing is, I remember turning it off. And it's like, I'll finish this. But there was like, that was like 20 minutes after. And so I didn't remember anything. It's like my brain erased from no, how bad yeah. this is. No, your brain simply refused to accept anymore. I didn't realize I was It was asleep. bouncing off you like Superman. I thought I was Max sitting there capacity. watching it. And next thing I know, it's 20 minutes fucking later. <laughs> I don't remember sleeping. I remember turning it off before I went to sleep. This movie straight up hypnotized you. It did. <laughs> I got hit with a sleeping virus, and there was no Boba Fett to, cure, to give now, me a cure. I just had to... <laughs> let me ask you this. When you woke up, did you have the uncontrollable urge to buy Star Wars toys? No. <laughs> well, then it didn't work. <laughs> I guess the... I guess over the multiple translations of being converted to VHS and then DVD and then saved onto YouTube and then fucking commercials added. It ruined the fucking <laughs> hypnotic effect. Dude, this... I think it was so bad that it undoes itself. This <laughs> animation is... It, it, like, it reminds me of Aeon Flux. And if you recall back to our episode where I picked that movie, I mean that to be as insulting as absolutely oh, possible because fuck that cartoon. It is very poor. Yeah. Well, but See, it's the best part. But guess what? <laughs> It's clear that work went into it, which is not true of the rest of it. Yeah. Like, we haven't we haven't even begun to talk about everything that's bad about this. Like, and we and there's not enough time in the fucking we don't we can seriously podcast this every day for the rest of the year. Okay, so uh let's just skip to the next point where uh there's an actual like uh 
thing that happens. Where uh, <laughs> 25 fucking minutes later. Well, actually, isn't the next one, they, all the troopers get... Do, like, in between all these skits, like, the, the troopers just kind of show up, like, at their house. Well, I mean, they've been there the whole time, but, uh... They show up pretty fast. They, they, like, yeah. after, after the first 15 minutes of them bitching at each other in Wookiees, they fucking... <laughs> the the Empire shows up, seemingly with the plan. <laughs> what a perfect night for the second movie. The Empire shows up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh... Yeah. Jesus Christ. Was it... I can't remember if they destroy his room and he goes and fixes the communicator for the second thing. Yeah. Or if uh, the if the second thing is when the the B Arthur musical. No, the the B Arthur one's like one of the last things that happens. Okay, so this is the one where uh, they've wrecked his room looking for evidence. They didn't obviously notice this toy transmitter. Just looks like straight up sci-fi transmitter plot device. Yeah. And so, you're, you guys are skipping over the fact that there was a whole instructional video on how to re-put oh, together... Oh, I was that, getting to that. Because yeah. they... Okay, I thought you were going to skip straight to him being able to fool the Empire into recalling their troops. Somehow. Well, uh, they, yeah, they... they Okay, they, yeah, that's it. They, they left this room after they wrecked it. They didn't notice this toy was actually a transmitter. He follows the instructions on how to put it back together. No, I mean... It's literally an instructional video like, I know. that you would get if you got a job at McDonald's and they were telling you how to make fucking Frosties this or whatever is, the fuck. Why, some of the why com- did they put this in the movie? It's supposed to be funny. This is the this is what we're not... like. This is supposed to be the Star Wars Holiday Special Saturday Night Live. These are all supposed to be like skits, except for they just weren't written. Like It's like the actor showed up to do the skit and they're like, okay, so what do you have written for this? And he's just like, I don't fucking know. You're a funny guy. Just do something funny. <laughs> and it's like... I f- I don't fucking. What do you want from this me? Thing, it's Star Wars. Okay, I'll do just something do funny, monkey. Yeah, monkey man. <laughs> this thing, dance, it's monkey just, boy. It's fucking dead on arrival. And it, it Dude, was never. It was not funny worst. for one second. No, it wasn't. It's not funny, and it's not even that. Like sometimes things are so bad, and they go on for so long that it becomes comical that you're even still watching it. It doesn't even reach that level. Well, it does go on for a very long time. No, but it I... still is never funny. Nothing about this is ever funny. It's depressing that I watched it. It's depressing that Steven would watch this again and then say that he's <laughs> going to watch it even more times. Like, <laughs> like that was more out of spite. Like what I'm thinking about, what I'm thinking about right now. Flick this on yourself out of spite. It makes no sense. Is just this movie just need to be put through the ending of a mi- of mice and men of just just Lee just, needed to be fucking shot. Just stare at the boardroom executives of George Lucas over there. Wow, let's just put this down. It's for its own good. And by the way, two directors. Don't know how that makes sense. There's there's not enough direction in this movie to fill a fucking teaspoon. Usually, how this goes is like a. This guy was probably. He probably did a amount of work on it, and they're like, "Fuck, Fuck this. this!" And they quit. <laughs> and they and they brought in this Can other you guy. Imagine anyone the year after Star Wars coming out quitting anything Star Wars related. <laughs> and he obviously did. Uh, like that. Yeah. He's like, "This is such a fucking clusterfuck. I don't even care if it will launch my career or not." Like, I don't care. It's either that or he was doing so poorly that he was fired and they had, <laughs> they had to bring in somebody to try to salvage something. It could be any. It could be either one of those Either things. way, it's terrible. 
To be fair, if he quit, he made the right choice. Yeah, he was yeah. mercifully either fired or quit from this movie. One of the things on the Wikipedia which one, page, which I think one, I've... which one was it? Was it David Akamba or Steve Binder? Well, David Akamba's uncredited, so I guess I'm thinking him. he's the one who is either fired or quit. <laughs> I think on the Wikipedia page, I think it's George Lucas that says it, where basically he was talking about how this even came about, like. One of the rare instances where he actually said something, and they're just like, "Yeah, we just kind of handed it to the to, to the TV network." In hindsight, that was a bad idea. And yeah, it's, like, it's no, clear CBS it. was in charge of this or whoever. Yeah, like it is full blown. Like, do, can you imagine the people who weren't Star Wars fans that turned on the TV and they're not getting Wonder Woman or the Hulk? <laughs> I know. I it's like I was very surprised to have seen that. Like in they canceled copy. Wonder Woman and Hulk for this. <laughs> and oh like, my God, I'm not yeah. <laughs> yeah, it lets you know. It lets you know that the Hulk and Wonder Woman for the night are canceled to re- replace with this hunk of shit. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I know Phil at the end of this is just like, I rather would have watched Wonder Woman or Hulk. A hundred percent. Two hundred million percent. Dude, it is just unforgivably oh. bad. Oh, hell. Oh. Like, this is famously bad for a fucking reason. Because it is just unwatchable <laughs> bullshit. It's like, I remember watching these shows, but I must have seen them in in reruns because it's like an incredible Hulk ended in 82. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have remembered... Uh, <laughs> The sad walking away music and the... No, yeah, yeah, I mean, these movies, those shows were replayed heavily. That was, like, that was also, syndication There, there was the, the TV movies. I might have, might be remembered something. Yeah. Could while, be. while I was sitting at, like, at my computer watching this, one of my friends messaged me on, on Discord and was like, hey, man, you want to play something? I was like, nah, I can't. I'm watching the Star Wars Holiday Special. And he's just like, Godspeed. And that was it. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. God have mercy on your fucking soul. Uh, we are all now stupider for having watched it. This is this is the Billy Madison. twice as much for watching it twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you watched it the first time and just went, oh, I guess it was okay. And then like, I never oh, said it was okay. Basically a never once just, did I claim this Well, was a... you did say... Oh, we have to do well, this. Well, because clearly it's an entertaining episode. <laughs> Phillip's literally having a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, I've spent most of this episode just looking down. Okay, so let's just skip to the next thing. He's, uh, we've... The, uh, Empire, like, comes over the the, the TV broadcast. And By the they, way, there's 50 fucking TVs in this Wookiee home. This is the Wookiee home of the future. And it's like, hey... Every member of the Empire, this is required viewing. And they show <laughs> they show the uh, Cantina Bar from Tatooine getting shut down for, I guess, the night. Or maybe indefinitely. We don't know. And it's like, why are they showing this? Is this actually happening or is this a TV show? It is happening because it was happening there on Kashuk or whatever. Kazook. Motherfucker. I'm not going to forget that, Kazook. Kazook! Kill me. It's it's my favorite instrument on Kazook. Yeah. B. Arthur has to fend off the unwanted advances of a drunk drinking out of the top of his head. Fucking. It's terrible. What the fuck? 
It's like he works so well in all the other sketches. We gotta put him in. His let's head, let's cut a hole <laughs> in the top of a wig, and put it on top. He's just of... a volcano man. That's all it is. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, and it's, uh, this whole thing is just like a. He would have been perfect in the Bukaki of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Casablanca style shutting down the bar. It's like hey, one song for the road. <laughs> She's trying to kick everybody out. Literally no one is listening to her. Even her friends. The people who are her regular customers that she treats with, like, total friendship and, like, camaraderie. She's like, please, man. Please leave. And they're just like, no. And they just turn their back. So what's going to happen is the Empire is going to come after a while, see that this bar is still up and running, and they're going to throw B. Arthur in the fucking Sarlacc pit or whatever the fuck. And it's like... Her friends are the worst. They're just summary execution. <laughs> yeah, they just blow her brains out right there. No one's coming back to this bar anyway, because we're going to blow it up after this. So. Well, they all come back. Because I'm assuming that this has to be before the first movie. Has yeah. To be. So because our, it's, our, it's our not, because Buck, all of the other Star Wars people already know each other, which our, they didn't before the events of the first movie. Our friend Balls on Boy is here. No, he, <laughs> that's just what his species looks yeah, like. Yeah, I know. His friend is dead. Yeah. The one... <laughs> And it's like my friend not... doesn't like you. I don't like you either. <laughs> <sighs> so they cut. You know from... what? You know what? Fuck Star Wars forever. He Man and She Ra have now beaten Star Wars at everything. Hold on. So they cut from the cantoning music song back to the cantoning music song with lyrics. <laughs> mm. And it's, it's slowed down significantly. Play that same song. Yeah. All right, we're just gonna play the same song again. <laughs> This been, you gotta do this cut segment time been, Had this segment included the play that same song, <laughs> yeah, it would have 100% improvement, even but 100% zero still like. Yeah, zero. well, we had to have we had to wait for that for the yeah. Family Guy parody of the Star Wars. Oh my Christ! So fuck, fuck this this part. So we go back to <laughs> you know the Imperials are getting ready to leave the Wookiee home. Because and, of the fake recall of troops. Yeah, and so like they all leave, and there's that one that just like goes upstairs. Well, one he's left the there to behind. wait for. Yeah, yeah, he's left there to wait for uh, uh, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, and Han Solo like, to get there. I would well, just I was, like to go on record and say that the most convincing thing in this entire movie is when the stormtrooper smashes the shit out of the fucking toy. <laughs> out of the little baby Wookiee's toy. Oh, I was really hoping you weren't going to spoil the ending of this, which is the only. Okay, I won't say good. It's the only thing about this movie that didn't make me want to kill myself. It's like, like have you ever, have you ever like put any serious thought into? Okay, the stormtroopers look cool, but just imagine, like, imagine how gangly the person inside that armor is. It's like <laughs> their legs are twigs. I could fucking break them. They're just so frail. Well, they don't need to be. Uh, like bulky, at it. they're like... genetically designed to be rock. Like <laughs> their bones are made of steel or whatever. They have like an inch, an inch worth of like hard plastic padding around their legs, and their legs don't touch each other as they walk. Yeah, yeah, they're rails. They're nothing. <laughs> they're basically a hard wind can knock them out. <laughs> pretty much every stormtrooper naked is just a ballet dancer. <laughs> so, um. Thigh gap and all. <laughs> so, that stormtrooper, having, like, stumbled onto the plan which w by the young Wookiee, which was to recall the Empire, um, he smashes the transmitter and is like, 
well, now that I know what's going on here, and he goes downstairs, and then, uh, you know, Han Solo and Chewbacca show up, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking blow your asses away, I know who the fuck you are, you're obviously high as fuck on heroin Han Solo, who's not going to remember this fucking movie. And he's like, ah, fuck, I'm Harrison Ford. Hope you don't trip <laughs> over that stick and fall off a fucking 900-foot-tall tree. It's real good to see all of you. And he even goes up to... He's like, he's like hugging all of them. Gets to uh, love our Itchy. And he's like, hands on shoulders, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, it's the... Uh, I'm sorry that you're gonna die any moment. It's the Key and P, uh, Peel uh, presidential sketch where he's hugging all that, and it's like, and you. <laughs> <laughs> you t- uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. That meme. <laughs> the the, the stormtrooper trips on just a loose plank on this fucking horrifically designed treehouse. It's the Wilhelm built scream built into the suit. Yes. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. And, well, <laughs> what it is is that they want, it's it's to elicit a emotional oh. response from the rebels who are killing them. Well, it, it's probably just because they're clones. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, ah! They didn't. They didn't realize that whenever they were cloning Django Fett, they were cloning the most badass man in the universe, who's so badass he can't even scream in the event of his own death. So they have to built in a scream in the suit. Okay, because that's why it's a stock scream. Ah, it's always the same scream. Ah, I'm falling off a fucking treehouse. So. Uh, the guy who's been... We haven't really talked about him because fuck him. He he's the no worst point. part of the movie. He's like a shop owner slash best friends with the Wookiees family. And he shows back up. He's apparently very reputable in the eyes of the Empire because he's just like, oh yeah, that guy, we definitely didn't kill him. We def- He just left. He robbed us and left. That's what happened. He ran into the, into the he's mountains. He's a deserter. He wanted to live forever in the mountains as a deserter rather than just <laughs> simply be a hero for having found these Wookiee rebels. <laughs> but uh, he gets, I guess, he's either left there for whatever monsters live on Kashyyyk's Kushik, woods. I'm pretty sure he dies. I mean, no, he's definitely dead. <laughs> but like, is he? Just, did they just leave his corpse for the woodland animals, or do they bury him in the like? In you the don't back? go down there. It's deep forest. Of, There's got to uh, be a reason why they're living this high in the trees. <laughs> good point. It's probably those fucking. Fucking Boba Fett dinosaurs all down there just eating everything in sight. Riding a dinosaur couldn't make it fucking interesting. God damn it. Pissing me off. <laughs> but, well, they of course couldn't make it interesting for you because you fucking... You don't give a fuck about dinosaurs. Poor Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm, I'm... I'm willing to entertain cool-looking armor dude riding a dinosaur. Well, that should be interesting, like... Instantly. Space bounty hunter riding a dinosaur is objectively fucking rad. That sounds badass. And they just fucked it up. Yeah. Okay. They shit the bed. We cannot skip the main event. It's fucking life day, man. Time to get <laughs> you, mean, you mean Wookiee cultist robes? Dude, grab your orbs. We're going to actually project, which I think is what's happening here. Well, because it's the only way so- they can assemble... With the Empire being the way it is, they couldn't risk an actual assembly, so they have to assemble in spirit. Well, which I... apparently means they assemble as regular humans wearing Wookiee heads. 
Because under these cloaks, they are skinny as hell. <laughs> or these are the heaviest cloaks of all time and are just smashing down their Wookiee fur. Okay, so uh, they do meet up with, you know, our human rebel alliance, along with the droids. Yeah. So, so I think these are going. dead. I think they are going to a physical location. But I don't think the Wookiees are going there physically. I think they're actually projecting there because... They stand around in a circle. And then it just fades then, to them being somewhere else in a different well, no, outfit. No, it's like their their uh, orbs start, their their balls start glowing. <laughs> they, got glowing they got some glowing ass balls, Larry. And then you see them walk through a space door. Yeah. And then they're there. Yeah. In robes. Everyone is there. They're all there. Yeah. This is the Smash Brothers of its time. Yeah. They're all they're there. They're all here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they sing a little, you know... Carrie Fisher-led ripoff of John Williams. <laughs> Star Wars, those crazy Star Wars. <laughs> this is the only oh, way that. How, how much better would this. Bill Murray have made this movie? Well, I don't want Bill Murray anywhere near this. <laughs> I don't want anything I like, even Star Wars, which is not anywhere near this. Near this. Well, I mean, I feel like. Harvey Corman might have been a, a bit past his comedy expiration date in 78. <laughs> you know, a, he already and, turned into a rotted pumpkin, is what you're saying? <laughs> he might have been a little <laughs> on the itchy side. <laughs> yes. But, you know, had they had, like, the SNL cast in... Fuck. It was ruined by it being on CBS because they could have had SNL cast in, like, these comedy sketches and maybe by accident maybe they could have thrown something together. Funny. Yeah. Because, hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like anyone working on this wasn't on cocaine. I know. I presume well, the child playing the baby Wookiee Oh, I don't know. They must have been on, like, some kind of heavy depressants. Yeah, heroin, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, Harrison Ford cannot focus his eyes. Like, it is clear he is fucked up on something. I don't know what it is. I don't even know what drugs were around specifically in 78. I know heroin and, and cocaine, but like, and weed, but it's like, it, it's beyond that. It has to be some very powerful opiate, because he is <laughs> simply not there. It, it, it just has to be heroin. It's just, it's fucking heroin. It's like, good thing I'm wearing this long jacket, so you, you can't see all my track marks. It's, he is John Travolta- shooting up in Pulp Fiction high in this. <laughs> Seeing squares appear in midair drawn by fucking uh, Uma Thurman. It's just... Can we just never speak of this again? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is this is this a, a pact you want to create? I was very... You know, <laughs> I want to put on our Wookiee, uh, you know, Holocaust robes <laughs> and fucking... <laughs> wow. <laughs> You Princess Bride. Right? Hart, can we use Wookiee yeah. Holocaust robes as their title? <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, if only we had a Holocaust that, quote, yeah, that, that would be probably, something. That could probably get past them. But, <laughs> but uh, I am just like, I'm really surprised how little like a uh, like a uh, resistance I got on <laughs> the fact that I thought they were astral astrally projecting. Because like, who the fuck like, knows in this, man? I, 
It's I the know. most it's we one of the them... most straightforward things that happen in this movie. Yeah. That's why we're not like any no opposition. Because otherwise we're watching gymnasts spin around and bits of new hope being chopped up into little pieces and well, that thrown was, together. That was a montage at the end to remind you. It's like, hey, you remember this thing that you like? No, it was in the <laughs> middle when Han Solo was escaping the Empire. A bunch of that is stolen from A New Hope. Okay, I thought you meant the end montage. No, that too. Also a ripoff. It's like, just... hey, this is the high points <laughs> of the movie. Remember no, this? No, you D like Hart. this. <laughs> no, D-Heart. They were all bad. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the last one with Star Wars. They were all bad. <laughs> I guess that's it. I've... <sighs> Christmas is ruined. <laughs> it's your fault, Steven. Steven is a Grinch, and that's why Ed gets the yes. next pick. Yes! No shit. It's, it, I knew Steven would have a question, but I thought about just trying to co-opt it and just have my own question of question of the week, guys, is why would Steven do this to us? Tell me a time when Christmas was ruined. <laughs> and then we can talk about some truly depressing shit, which would lead perfectly into the Star Wars holiday special. Oh, do we want do we want Christmas depression? I can I can start some of that. Oh, dude, I got it for days, weeks even. So, um, He Man and She-Ra, a surprising, wonderful treat, and then you fucking pulled our pants down and shoved Hornrack or whatever the fuck his name ship right up my ass. <laughs> And then make me watch the fucking worst movie. I honestly, I can't think of a worse movie. Can you think of a movie that has less substance and sh takes a bigger shit on something that you love? <laughs> well, for, for Steven, probably Shark Exorcist. Well, no, but no. I don't get, well, I do love sharks, but. There is no, like, established, like, Shark Exorcist universe. <laughs> yeah, you know? There's exactly. no shark mythos. That it, <laughs> yeah. I gotta agree with Philip. I don't think anything's ever been shit on as hard as Star Wars has been shit on by this Christmas movie. <laughs> I, I honestly can't think of a movie that has less substance than this it's probably that like, is this long it's probably the biggest highest high to lowest low difference you know yeah <laughs> it has to be it's like maybe catwoman to the batman universe they they no, crash landed no, no. steven that movie has a plot <laughs> it's not just a bunch and of music videos being watched by crazy monsters we can't understand 20 minutes of just screaming in another language that's literally <laughs> guttural sounds you can you can <laughs> Cookies! It's physically it's physically possible to maintain consciousness during Catwoman. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's been scientifically proven that the Star Wars Holiday Christmas special will literally erase <laughs> D Hart's mind. Sheets is having a heart attack. <laughs> That's it, boys. I think, I think we've pretty much expressed. Don't watch this. Okay, so where does it rise on the diggity scale? Oh. <laughs> it is cold, dead, not registering diggity. It is... I'm going to give it a slight rise. No! No, Steven. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Steven, you better fucking not. I will not allow for this to have anything higher than no diggity. Steven, Won't allow it. The word no is still a word. It is just simply a blank space where Diggity might have been. <laughs> like, there's just none. And meanwhile, I'm going to give He-Man and She-Ra Holiday Christmas Special 
the highest rating I've ever given anything on this fucking sh uh, show, which is an overwhelming surplus to Supreme Diggity, somewhere in those two, like, between those two markers. I think that you might be exaggerating just a little no, bit. No, I think, I would, well, I think it's just, I think it's just how much better to scale it is than Holiday Special, which I would is say, realistically, it's just enough to maybe, maybe a little, the border's on overwhelming when you start getting into the, when you start thinking about Skeletor. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And it fleshes him out more than almost anything possibly could. I don't think the entire series did as well. I'll agree with you, D-Hart, on that. But I also I also 100% understand why Philip is putting point, more points in that corner. Because of the sheer amount of difference between the two. <laughs> if this was the M. Night Shyamalan Unbreakable Universe... Mr. Glass is the holiday special for Star Wars. It's Mr. Ass. <laughs> yeah, it's Mr. Ass. Exactly right. And Bruce Willis, the unbreakable He-Man, supreme diggity. The exact opposite, because nature must have both. It's like, they're, and if you think about it, it's that way as far as like what they're offering. Yeah. If one is like nothing for an hour and a half. And the other one is so much shit in 45 minutes. <laughs> I would have welcomed another 20 minutes of He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. It because then maybe we would have gotten Battle Cat, which was the only flaw in the movie. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, I love Battle Cat. So <clears throat> that truly was a glaring error. But if it wasn't for the lack of Battle Cat, this movie would explode the top off of the diggity scale. There's literally, <laughs> there's literally no need to even talk about which one of these movies we'd rather watch again. If well, anybody but Steven ever watches this movie again, I will straight up kill myself. Anyone. Anyone in the world. On this podcast. Philip's going to join the ranks of George Lucas and fucking get rid of every, like... <laughs> Yeah, I would every I would, stream of this movie from every it's platform. Understandable. I would actively pay for movies to be destroyed. <laughs> we can start a Kickstarter. George Lucas can contribute. I'll pay my own money into it to just eliminate this from ever existing. Unfortunately, God, the just, internet will prevent that from ever happening. You, you start you start like an Indiegogo or something because it wouldn't fly on Kickstarter, and it's just like my fun. Go fund me. <laughs> yeah, or go fund me. It's like my. <laughs> My fun, my goal for, uh, you know, X million dollars is to just find every copy of the Star Wars Christmas special. And to pay every and every like, server company in the world to eliminate it from their fucking database. Within 15 minutes, you just get a mysterious benefactor donating just the full amount. <laughs> and it's like, thank you, Mr. Lucas. <laughs> He's like, guess what? Remember how I sold Star Wars for $4 billion? Here's $4 billion to eliminate Star Wars Holiday Special. Please make it happen somehow. What, I wonder what if, if that's even enough money. Wait. Could that erase it from existence? What if I start a competing Kickstarter <laughs> to, to, to make it better? Well, no, to, uh, to put it out underneath Disney. I want a big Disney logo at the fucking beginning of it, because fuck them. <laughs> they should have to do it. They have to. <laughs> no, I mean... You buy the good, you buy the bad, too. If... <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is all that needs to happen. Fox, Sony, or whoever owns the Deadpool franchise should buy the Star Wars Holiday Special and Deadpool it. And just take what like why not at the end of this instead of 15 minutes of butt fucking John Williams, 
Why not just <laughs> why not just eat that stormtrooper that fell to his death as a Wookiee holiday treat? I mean, only person there that would be a well, really none of them would be cannibals because like, he's a Mandalorian technically. Can you imagine a uh, you see like a a holiday table decked out and a just a stormtrooper with a fucking I, apple shoved up his ass. Well, I was imagining I was imagining more of like the turkey setting where it's a headless it's a headless stormtrooper still got the armor on. Of course. His feet are up in the well, air. Well, that he's keeps got all the juices lot. in when you're roasting it. He's got those little paper things they put over the turkey legs and, yeah. on TV. I've yep. never seen it in real life, but you know. Yeah. So it's got those little like a uh, they're fancying up the booties. bones. Yeah, they don't they just didn't want to show bones. It was basically on a fancy feast. I don't know. I kind of just want to see a Wookiee punch a stormtrooper in the chest and see them come apart. And a big cavity. Is there, there's a big open cavity where his ass used to be. It's full of, like, dressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's full of those fucking Wookiee cookies that the little baby Wookiee wasn't allowed to eat. I think we're all in agreement that all of us would rather see Chris O'Donnell spread his butt cheeks and lay an egg <laughs> on camera. Guaranteed. No. I would rather watch... <laughs> I would rather watch the Black Mirror episode where the guy has to fuck a pig again <laughs> than watch this. And I have no reason to ever watch that again. I haven't, I haven't watched Black Mirror yet, and, and now I'm just like, I'm not sure I want to. You really don't need to. The cheats, you are simply depressed enough already. <laughs> like, that's a fact. You know, I'm kind of sick of that's like, the Surgeon people, General's warning people selling right there for things you, as, oh, this is the thing where X fucks a uh, animal of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's a pretty tight. It's a it, instead of beating a dead horse, they're fucking a dead pig. <laughs> this guy was known as Hogfucker in high school. Now he ho- fucks hogs for the stars. <laughs> okay, can we end this? We're over. Yeah, well, done. in true Star Wars holiday special fashion, we have nothing as far as feedback goes. So. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> we didn't deserve anything. Steven, if you lose this episode and I had to watch this fucking movie <laughs> for no reason, we're done with the podcast. <laughs> we can do it. And as friends, too, we right? Can we do are it. done professionally. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a nice guy. guy, but we are fucking done professionally. <laughs> no, we can do a different podcast, but that will effectively kill this podcast, because I will never... I'll never watch another shitty movie again for the express <laughs> purpose of putting myself through reliving it again like some sort of a trauma victim. <laughs> this is insane. No. If you lose this, it's over. So don't lose it unless you just want the podcast canceled. We'll be doing Naked in a Pit, the, the, the resurrection, instead. Instead of the Hulk and fucking... <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Alright guys, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on iTunes where they can download all of our episodes for free. They can also get them from places like TuneIn or uh, United Cypher's website where you can get other podcasts that we have like Music Video Countdown, uh, Talks Over Games, Fallout Forecast, and the Anime Alphabet. If you want to check out some podcasts we listen to on the regular, you can check out Nerdonomy who present Nerds on Film. Check our Trick or Treat Radio, Sean vs. Wild, or Plumbing the Death Star. Hit us up on social media and we will... Uh, Share your feedback um, on the show. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown or on Twitter at MPM Podcast. Um, with that being said, happy holidays, guys. We hope you like our holiday special. 
Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Roast Rosenberg. Philip, the don't watch the Star Wars holiday special, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> the cheats of cheats must pass. Andy Hart. And we'll see you next so time. Good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. <laughs> Yeah.